This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Coming up next, it's Studemonia, discussion and stories about living well in New Zealand from international students across Canterbury, supported by the Ministry of Education. Hello there. Welcome. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depends on where you are. Welcome to Studemonia here at Plains FM 96.9. I'm Hannah. Today, let's talk about something else rather than health, diet, things like exams, things like that. Let's talk about children. <laughs> I've got a list of um, 10 things you should never say to your children. Now, it's a very interesting point, those, those 10 points, because, I mean, those are not um, the obvious things you don't say to your children, right? Like negative things or neglect things, you know, um, you know things that hurt their self-esteem, uh, a self-image. But these 10 things we actually say all the time to children. But actually, um, the psychologist Paul Jenkins, he picked, or he, he, well, he first saw this from an article written by uh, Michelle uh, Crouch. Now, and then he realized, wow, those 10 things actually we do all the time, but it, it's got a point. Michelle has got a point why we shouldn't say this to children. So, so he explained to us. And today I want to share with you and kind of summarize um, for you why we shouldn't. Um, say these 10 things to, to our children. Now, first, I'll give you the list of these 10 things. So remember, this, these are the things you should not say to your children. Here, here you are. Number one, great job. Great job. <laughs> yeah, you should not say. Uh, we will explain later. For number two, practice makes it perfect. Practice makes perfect. Number three, you're okay. You're okay. Number four, hurry up. Hurry up. Number five, that's the thing you should not say to your children, okay? I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. Number six, we cannot afford that. We can't afford that. I think that's quite obvious one. Number seven, don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to strangers. Number eight, be careful. Be careful. Number nine, no dessert unless you finish your dinner. No dessert unless you finish your dinner. Yeah. Number 10, the last one, let me help you. Let me help you. That's right. Those are the 10 things you should not say to your children. Let's go through one by one and see why we shouldn't say these things to them. Okay, here we are. Number one, great job. Now we say this to our children all the time. Great job. The positivities, you know, flat 
children with positivity. Uh, positivities. Yeah, great job. Why we shouldn't say? Well, we need to be more specific about the things we praise them about. So instead of saying "great job," even though your children got, you know, fifty out of hundred on their math test, you you wanna you know you wanna encourage them. You wanna pick up things that they've done better than last time. So you cannot say "great job" because obviously it's not great job. But rather, you can say something like this: something specific. For example, oh, I've seen you struggled on this, but you didn't give up. You you stuck with it. Or、uh, something like, oh, ah,、uh, when you opened the toy box, I saw the first thing you did was to take it and give it, pass it on to the、um, to the friend or to the the other. Child, and and you you know how to sh- you sure know how to share. That's a great job. Well done. Or yeah, things like that. So be spef- specific because we don't need them to do things great all the time. They can fail at things. They can do a bad job. That's no problem. As as long as we can pick up specific value. In that thing, and we can always encourage encourage them, even though they failed. Okay, number two, practice makes perfect. Or、well, sounds sounds perfect. I mean, what's wrong with this? <laughs>、um, well, the problem is this word, perfect.、Um, when you say this to your you know child, you are implying that there is a condition that's perfect. But the fact is, nobody's perfect. No things is perfect. I mean, no matter how great we achieved or, or how well done we 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 done something, how real how well done it is, it's not perfect because perfect means absolutely no mis mistake, no fault in it. But yeah, simple thing. The matter of fact, there's no perfect. But when you say this, you are You are asking your child to reach a state that's perfect. So, but there's no perfect. So, rather say,、uh, practice makes perfect. Just don't have the word perfect in it.、Um, practice makes better. Or do it slowly. You're gonna get better.、Uh, take your time. Or try next time. Things like that. So, yeah, <laughs> that the problem is the perfect word.、Uh, the the word perfect here. Other than other, otherwise it's fine. Okay, number three, you are okay. You are okay. Well, what's wrong with that?、Uh, well, Doctor Paul,、um, he shared a a story with us, explaining why、uh, there's a problem here. Well, some years ago, he was helping a child transition transition. Transitioning to、um, his father's house, where、well, obviously the parents got separated or divorced, and father uh, had uh, now uh, had a new family, obviously new wife, new children, and it was the first time this boy was the boy was、um, living with mother with mom. So this is the first time the boy、um, was visiting father's house. So the mother. Was preparing the the bag, the 
you know, backpack and preparing for the son to 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 do the visit to visit the uh, the father. So while she was preparing um, for the son to leave, she kept saying, she kept saying, "You're gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay." You know, and then the child think, "What what's wrong? What is there anything not okay? Should I feel not okay?" You say the mother kept saying. We're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. She was actually un- unable to cover her own anxiety. So she thought she 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 thought it's not going to be okay. Well, in fact, for the child, there's nothing wrong, but it's her own fear. Um, it's her own anxiety that she cannot hold anymore. That's why she keeps saying. It's not. It's gonna be okay. It's it's gonna be okay. So yeah. So watch out for that. You don't <laughs> want to say that. Um, it's not the word okay. It's not okay. But it it's that kind of anxiety that you should um, that helps you to identify it is you that's not okay. All right. Number number four. Hurry up. Hurry up. Now, sometimes you know when you know we get out the car and we were holding the bags, shopping bags, and everything, and we wanted to just walk to inside the house right away. But the children or child wants to play. They wanted to look around, look at people, say, "Look, mom, there's people, there's car," and uh, play with the ant on the ground. Well, they take time to, even though it's only like. Ten meters, twenty minutes away from your door, they might take ten minutes, right? So you wanna say hurry up, but instead of saying that, you you wanna you know you wanna give them the reason, like you don't need to uh, hide your vulnerability. Like what, for example, you can say, let's hurry up. Mama is holding um, too many bags. It's hard. It's heavy. I, I, it's heavy for me. Let's hurry up, right? So, so give uh, the child reason why we need to hurry up because mom is vulnerable now. Okay. So, so the child is is gonna to hurry up, or he might offer help. You never know. But yeah. But so l- instead of say hurry up, say let's hurry up. Number five, I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. So, what's the implication behind that? Well, when you say I'm on a diet, um, you are telling your child that you are not happy about your image, about the way you look. Like that's why that's why you wanna uh, you know lose weight. <laughs> so, um, so 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 right there, you are telling your child. You are in a bad condition. So instead of say I'm on diet, say oh um, I'm planning to eat certain things at a certain time. Because right now I'm I'm basically on a specific diet. I eat um, um, at a certain time, and sometimes my child offer me you know food or biscuit things like that before my eating time. I just say oh it's not my Planned eating time yet? Yeah, just 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 plain fact. Um, instead of sh- you know hinting on 
any negativities about my own image. Yeah, so I'm a, on a diet. <laughs> yeah, not not that. Number six. Um, number six. I think this is an obvious one. Number six is we can't afford that. We can't afford that. Well, instead of say, so that's a negative thing. So instead of now, Paul suggested instead of saying negative thing, rather say, oh, how can we afford that? Let's think. How can we afford that? Now, personally, I I don't one hundred percent agree on that because there are things I don't think you should spend money on. Full stop. So, so instead of thinking how to um, afford that, how to be able to buy that, I will say why we shouldn't buy that. Now, the other day, uh, my child uh, was. Wanting a um, watermelon. Watermelon.、Uh, well, at that time, watermelon just came out the market. It was kind of the first、um, bunch of watermelon just became available in the market, and of course, it was very expensive. So in, instead of saying we're not buying it or we can't afford that, I said it's not the good, the best time to buy that. I'm not sure it's a good idea or not, but、um, yeah, but at least it's not. We can't afford that. It's too expensive. Number seven. Number seven.、Uh, don't talk to strangers. Well, don't talk to strangers. Well, you say this, you know, all all the time to children, especially you know, in, if you live in an area where、uh, you know it's bad neighborhood or, or dangerous. Well, in New Zealand, I don't think that's an issue. Here, it's such a safe country. You literally can talk to strangers. I mean, strangers literally talk to each other all the time. So instead of saying "don't talk to strangers," well, when you say this to to the child, now the implication behind it is strangers are bad. All strangers are bad, right? So, but that's not true, especially in this country, right?、Um, so. I think I forgot what Doctor Paul suggested. Obviously, it wasn't something I I agree. But I think you should say this,、uh, or teach your child to be a good stranger to others. Yeah. So the implication behind it is that yeah, you teaching your child not all strangers are good, right? Not all strangers are good. So, but you are a stranger to somebody else, but rather. You cannot control the stranger in front of you. You don't know that stranger is good or bad, but rather you can try to be a good stranger to others, right? Oh, I remember now.、Um, Doctor Paul、um, suggested that if, let's say, in a situation where a child is lost, where a child is lost, now basically all. The the child is now surrounded by strangers. Well, because mom dad's not here. Basically, they every everybody is stranger now. So if they don't talk to strangers at all, then they will they will be lost. So they need to be able to go to a stranger ask for help. So、uh, Doctor Paul suggests that they look for somebody、uh, looks like kind, like. Elder lady or mother with child, things like that. I think it's a clever,、mm, but I think it's better that you you cannot 
control who is the bad stranger, but you can be a good stranger to others. Okay, that's our num number seven. Number eight, number eight, be careful, be careful. Well, that's of course the behind that is you don't want your child uh, to to be hurt. Of course, you, you say this all the time. I know a friend, a friend of mine, or lady, she, she, she say this all the time to her uh, um, children. She has three children, and then her, for her youngest youngest uh, son, well, at that time was about three or four years old. Now she now and she also had a uh, has a daughter uh, who's teenager now. Now she cannot handle the the young ch uh, son playing without her. Um, being being able to see him, even uh, if the the teenager daughter's um, beside, so she she has to be able to see the child play. If it's out of her out uh, eyesight, she she get scared, even though uh, the sister is looking after the the the, the little boy. So um, so some mother very anxious about you know the child's safety, but sometimes we really have to let child, you know, um, why why tough play with daddy is so important? Because during the tough play, they hurt a little bit, but that's where they um, they get a sense of the boundary, you know, where they can go, where they cannot go. If they go there, they hurt themselves. So the other day I was um, watching my daughter. Uh, she liked to jump off stairs. So she's fine with jumping one and she's fine with jumping off two stairs. And then and th th that morning she was <laughs> trying to jump off three stairs and looked so scary. And I, I was so eager. I was just trying, you know, very easy to say, oh, stop. No, no, no. Be careful. But instead, I'll just hold myself, <laughs> control myself and, and let her make that decision. And she was standing there, you know, look at the three stairs and look and think, look and think. It took her like five seconds, more than five actually. And then, you know what happened? She decided not to jump because she figured not right. <laughs> you know, three-year-old, they can figure out because they've done, you know, um, tough plays and they, they, they fall before they had, you know, hurt their skin, knees, you know, hurt, you know, they've hurt themselves. So they, they know, they, they do have a sense of what they shouldn't do. So gave that, gave, you know, they, not all the time, but sometimes you, you need to give them the opportunity to make adjustment or a judgment for themselves. So, so you don't have to be, you know, saying, be careful all the time. <laughs> or actually they know, they know better than you think. All right, next, number nine, no dessert unless you finish your dinner. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with it, but it's definitely not something I would say to my child because they have the uh, opportunity, they have the choice. Um, you know, I, I definitely don't want too much sugar in their diet, but whatever I put on the table, they can choose to eat it or not eat it. They can choose the order that you eat it. 
that you that they eat them. So, but after certain time, after you know, like half half past seven, those things will be gone. So, so yeah, you. But I put on the boundaries. So no sugar, and by half half past seven, they all gone. That's my boundaries. Within the boundary. They can do everything else. With they can eat, they can eat all. They can eat a part of it. They can eat the order they like. That's no problem. You know, you need to give them choice. <laughs> yeah, but set up the boundaries, and within the boundary, let them do whatever they want. They <laughs> let them eat in what what whatever order they they like. And last one. Um, last one is an, another weird one. Let me help. Let me help you. <laughs> yeah, we say this all the time. A little child and they incapable of doing things. We immediately want to help, right? What's wrong with that? You know. Well, uh, trust me. Some kids they get furious when you help them without them let letting you first. I mean they. You know, this child they they want to do things. They want to make achievement. They want to do things that they not able to do before. Even though they fail at things, they fail and fail, fail. But they still want to try、um, themselves. So as a as a parent, you you don't want to jump in and say, "Let me help. Just get this done." No, just you need to give them the opportunity to learn themselves. So rather. I would suggest you say this. You ask. You say. You say to them, "Okay, mom's here. If you need help, I'm here. Okay, all right. Our mom's here. If you need help, let me know. Okay." And then that's it. Let them try that whatever that that thing is. And even if they fail at it, that's fine. Like for example, putting on the nappy by themselves and、um, putting on the pants. Even though it's inside out or or, or front back, opposite, you know, back to front or or wrong, but that's that's fine. That's fine. Let them have the opportunity to do themselves, unless they ask you, un unless they ask your help. So yeah, that's the ten things you should never say to your children. And to some people, it's a surprise, but I I think those ten. Um, points are fascinating and really, really、um, good points.、Um, if you follow those advice, I think you're gonna, yeah, there's a good chance that you you're gonna raise a really, really brilliant child. That's all from me today.、Uh, in the meantime, look after yourself, eat well, sleep well. I will talk to you next time. Bye. 